Hey, and welcome to On The Rise, the podcast where you can learn from talented men and women making major moves and climbing to the very top of their fields. I'm Adam, and together with my friend and producer, Matt, it's our mission to bring you a weekly shot of practical inspiration from people who you can actually relate to. Matt and I love listening to people who are absolutely smashing it in their fields and at the very top. Think Elon Musk, those kind of guys. Shout out to Elon. But what we really, really wanted to hear from were people who were on their way to that level, but not quite there yet. Hence the name On The Rise. We're keen to listen to the habits, the practices, and the tips that these people have in their respective fields and try and provide inspiration for you, our loyal listeners. In today's episode of On The Rise, I speak with Oscar Stevenson. Oscar's a yoga instructor specializing in hot yoga. After finding out about the physical and spiritual benefits of practicing yoga a few years ago, Oscar's reputation as one of the best in the biz has gone from strength to strength in London's busy yoga circuit. He currently teaches at Fierce Grace and his teaching style is very engaging and super high energy. I've been lucky enough to have participated in several of Oscar's classes and it's a brilliant experience, largely owed to Oscar's passion for what he does. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. What can I say about Oscar? He is an absolute one-of-a-kind character. He came into my flat in full motorcycle outfit with like a motorcycle helmet on, pretty steamed up. And he was just raring to go from the moment he opened his mouth. His clear passion for what he does and what he teaches really shone through. And his advice was excellent. Also, we recorded like a practical exercise, which almost sent Matt and me into a daze or a sleep of some kind. It was unbelievable. I hope you enjoyed the chat. And as always, if you've got any like comments or questions, get in touch with us on Instagram. Our Instagram is on the rise underscore podcast. Cheers and enjoy the show. All right, so we're live. Namaste. Oscar, how are you doing, man? Namaste. I'm good, bro. Good to be here. Really good to have you here. You know, um, you've been doing big things in the yoga game. You've been really getting into your flow recently. Trying my best, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we're we're super pumped to have you on the show. Um, Obviously, On The Rise is all about people who are kind of doing big things and killing it in their respective fields. So super excited to have you here, man. Cheers, bro. I guess my first question is how you came about you know thinking that yoga was the 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 choice for you in terms of your career you know where did it go from something you were just doing for fun and translate into something serious well I did my first training about three years ago this month as it happens and just at the time just before I did it I was lacking some direction in life I think a lot of people are and I just thought I kind of enjoyed yoga it kind of made sense to me and I think if you can incorporate health and happiness and health into your life as like a standards thing Mm. so my thinking is if I become a yoga teacher I'll probably be more healthy which in the long term will help me live a happier and better life in the long term so that was kind of my thinking about it at the time but it's it's led me down much more roads than I anticipated so at the time I was just kind of like fuck it man I'll do the training I kind of like it but then since I've done that I've really sort of learned to understand how deep it goes and all the benefits it brings to your life. From your point of view what are the main benefits of taking a yoga class of taking a class just one time or with a view to take more with a view to take more 
Well, firstly, just improving your your physicality. So, especially in this day and age, everyone's got fucking bodily issues, aches and pains. For sure. So, I think mobility now and definitely in the next 20 years is going to be a really major thing just with the smartphone generation as well, you know, everyone looking at their phone. So there's that constant hunching. So just from a physical aspect, there's that. From a mental aspect, more energy, better clarity, better sleep. You know, there came a time where I used to drink a lot and smoke a lot and eat shit. And then I kind of started changing my habits because I knew that if I go out on the piss on a certain night, I'm not going to be able to go to my yoga class tomorrow, which I really wanted to go to. So that's when it kind of started altering things for me. Mm. So I would say the list is endless, you know, but I wouldn't invest in it in a career if I didn't think it was life changing. So it's definitely saved my life. Wow, man. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's really good and really clear, like what the benefits are from your own experience. That's cool. Um, and in terms of seeing it as a profession, what are the what are the things that people need to know before jumping into it as a as a potential career choice? Like both the good and the bad, I guess. Cool. Well, first thing, when you first start, you're probably going to be shit. That's the <laughs> that's the first thing. Um, like I haven't come across this personally, but I think a lot of yoga teachers struggle to get a lot of work. Like I get quite a lot of work. I think, you know, I think it's definitely going to be one of those things where if you're not a very good teacher and you're not really very passionate about what you do, you're not going to get anywhere in it. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess that's the same with a lot of things. But I think when you're a teacher and you're exposing yourself, essentially, people can read you like an open book. So if you're just kind of there and you don't really give a fuck, people are going to feel that vibe off you straight away. Mm -hmm. So you've definitely, it's like a hard grind. One of the reasons I get a lot of work personally is because I'm available all day, every day, no family commitments. I've got a moped. If someone messages me at 11 o'clock tonight and is like, can you cover my 6 a.m. class tomorrow? Like, I'll go there. Like, yeah. so be prepared for anything. Um, I think that's something really important to get your foot in the door of certain places. Um, you know, other... It is a little bit frantic sometimes. I personally like that. Like my schedule changes every week. I've got like five or six regular classes, but like how many are you teaching this week, for example, coming up? Uh, Sixteen, I think I'm teaching. But yeah, that's yeah. quite a lot. Like yeah. a lot of sixteen hour classes. A couple of hour and a half. Yeah, um, good. Like it's it's between. I mean, yeah. It's funny because when you kind of tally it up in actual hours, you're physically teaching. It's not really that much, but. It's just, you know, waiting in between the classes, all the traveling, um, you know, because obviously I'm in between three, three studios a day sometimes. So mm -hmm. that's the other thing. Um, there'll be a lot of traveling if you're going to be a yoga teacher. Usually some people are going to stick to a certain studio, but in London, that doesn't tend to be the case. Like I drive a moped, like without my moped, I don't even know how, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't physically be able to go and teach all the classes mm. that I do just because I wouldn't be able to get from A to B so easily. Mm. Um, it's a little bit antisocial sometimes. Like I see lots of people and I speak to lots of people, but it's not like you get together with all your work pals and go out and do stuff. So it can be a little bit isolating mm. and lonely at times. I'm kind of happy with that kind of stuff. Um, it's definitely harder than you think it would be, mm. especially teaching hot yoga. Like, it's taxing because obviously you're you're in the physically taxing. Yeah, it's physically. I mean, taxing. it's hard enough being in the class, yeah. but actually teaching, you've yeah. got to be properly on it. Yeah. Like, so obviously. yeah. So definitely in the heat, it, it's straight. I mean, usually 
most teachers I meet say they can't teach more than 10 classes in a week. Otherwise, they start getting too tired. Yeah. So that just kind of gives you an idea. Personally, the most I've ever taught in a week, I think, is 19. I, def like, I could do it, but I definitely felt the strain on my time. And I didn't go out, like, I didn't drink. or like, I was very on point with all my stuff that week. Like, I still hit the gym and everything, but yeah. I knew I couldn't go out and have a few drinks because the next day it was going to fuck me up for yeah, like, yeah, yeah. teaching. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to be on point. It's not one of those kind of things where you can just sort of try and slide through and hope for the best. Like, mm. you've got to put... If, particularly if you're in. treating it as a career. It's oh, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. that's how you make your money. I right? think as well, you know, to put it bluntly as well, like if you're a shit teacher and you can't command a presence, like you're not going to get any work. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like I said, I'm quite happy, like, to stand up and talk in front of people. Like, I get lots of good feedback about my classes and I think that's why I get a lot of classes. Like, but for sure. if you think maybe it's not, essentially it's a performance, isn't it? To some extent, because you're getting up in front of people and talking. Yeah. If you feel like maybe that's not you, maybe it's something you want to reconsider, possibly. Mm. But you know, mm. it's not really for me to say. It depends how passionate you are about it. But I don't. I think some people maybe look at it as a quick thing to get into, and it's definitely not one of those things. Mm. Mm. Hey guys, on the rise is brought to you in association with our good friends at Spitalfield Sports Co. Based in the heart of London, Spitalfields are a premium athleisure brand who are united by their dream to design and manufacture premium apparel for men. As with a lot of you, it's all about the fit. And whether I've just worked out or I'm wearing one of their hoodies or tees casually whilst hanging out with mates, Spitalfields gives me everything I want and more. Check out their website, spitalfieldsports.com. And as friends of the show, you're entitled to a 20% discount on your first order using the offer code ONTHERISE20. Cheers and enjoy. You've done a lot of um, YouTube stuff and you're, you're starting to kind of upload your own content and your tips and techniques and stuff. It's clear that you've got ambitions, you know, beyond not, you know, not no disrespect to being a teacher. Of course, like being a teacher is super key and fundamental, yeah, yeah. but it, it seems to me and having chatted to you as well, you know, you want to go a bit further than that and develop yeah, sure, it. Definitely. Can you speak a bit on that and like what your ambitions are? And Yeah, sure. Well, first thing I'd like to do is kind of set up I'd like to do my own angle where I'm approaching businesses and corporations mm. um, that's the first thing I'd like to do second thing I'd like to do in the in the future at some point is do workshops so mm. I've actually got my first workshop I'm going to be doing on the 1st of June with a life coach who's an NLP um, teacher what's NLP for the listeners uh, neuro-linguistic programming so essentially how to use your brain to get through any sort of mental blockages that okay. you might have. Okay. Um, so me and her are going to be doing a workshop, which is sort of to, going to be based around like male identity because we think it's very clouded in today's society. So mm. I'd like to do more workshops and stuff like that. Also doing my own teacher trainings or being involved in teacher trainings. You know, I like to share knowledge with people who, who want to learn. Yeah. Um, like teaching the classes is great, but sometimes people are there for the wrong reasons. You yeah. Know? Um, what do you I, mean? Like, you know, they'll come really late or maybe they'll be on their phone in the class or things like that. It's like they're not really they're not really understanding of what what the real reason for them being there is, you know. Mm -hmm. So you know what Savasana is, right? Uh, yes, I do. So yeah. for people who don't know, Savasana is what you do at the end of a class. Essentially, you lie down on your back. So 
directed directly translated from yoga language it means a dead body pose right mm. and it's supposed to be so you've done it's your my, it's my favorite bit of the class yeah, by the it's, way it's the most important yeah. and the best bit yes yeah. but after all your hard work you lie down you're supposed to find stillness just to let everything sink in mm. so you know here in london especially people like get up at that part of the class and storm out which it just kind of defeats the whole purpose you know for example when i did it in bali like you you, you can't leave until mm. the end of the savasana and the savasana is like 20 minutes mm. and it's like you can't just get up and walk out you, yeah. you won't but you go, they'll tell you you can't come back so that's probably in a way it's disrespectful to oh, practice completely. as well oh yeah, yeah 100% and you know yeah. it, it does piss me off when people come in late all the time and yeah, it's the yeah. same people to me they're yeah. basically sticking their finger up at me and saying yeah. hey, I don't respect you as a teacher I think you should beat them up Oscar um, I would do but you know <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I'm trying to I'm trying to keep that contained within me yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, you know keep mine for you know? yeah I just uh, I just keep them in the pose for a really long time you know while we're yeah in the yeah class. yeah punish them in, yeah. The, in the class so um, nice yeah so I'd like those are kind of the three angles also you know building up I'm not quite sure. I think yoga is one of the going to be one of the limbs, if you will. But doing some sort of channel content where you know I inspire people to live their life to a more optimum level. Yeah. So you know, I yeah. think yoga is obviously a key part of that. But you know, fitness in general, um, nutrition, lots of other things. So that's something you know that's a really long distant thing. Mm. Which, but you know, right now for me, it's just about sort of getting content out and doing things and just seeing what happens you know yeah, i think yeah. uh, i just want to build up the habit of putting lots of shit out there yeah. before i start really trying to zone in on a goal you know and just sort of I, yeah i think i think it's it's really interesting like we had a we had an artist on last show and he was saying that you know it's so important just to break through that resistance oh, and put stuff yeah. out there yeah. um and what you're saying is really cool like for for those people who are listening you know it's super important just to to take something and experiment, yeah, you, just you know, got, yeah. like try it, see if it works. And yeah. you just got to take action, man. Also, yeah. you know, everything is a habit, right? So mm. if you build up a habit of releasing shit and content, you know, mm. once you've got that habit, you'll just be able to do that stuff without really thinking about it. Yeah, and it yeah, won't be yeah. taking any time out of your day. So yes. um, I think people wait for the perfect moment too much. You know, it's just mm. like, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Like, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Otherwise, there's never a right time. Mm. You you just have to make the right time right now. You know. In a in a way, and you know, the, the more you, the more you talk about that kind of stuff, it it kind of mirrors for me. You know, I'm I'm not a super yogic like really brilliant yoga practitioner, but it's just getting in the class and doing it. No, 100%. That's like that's enough. Like, do you know what I mean? That you're trying. Like, it's just same, go for it. It's the same with anything, bro. It's like you know. Yeah. Uh, like, cause I used to PT and it's like, people yeah. would come in, you know, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I want to come five days a week. You know, I, I, I want to eat healthy. That was producer's ma the producer <laughs> Max, uh, New Year's resolution. And it's like, you know, just focus on going to the gym once a week and do that for eight weeks. Once you've done that, reassess yeah. your goals, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So okay, man. Well, that was a super passionate conversation. I'm a bit amped up right now, so... Cool. You know, I I need to be brought back down to earth. I need a I've bit got the of perfect yin. remedy. For I need you a bit then, of bro. yin energy. Oscar. Yeah, no worries. Can you help me out with a little breathing exercise, please? Sure. So we'll finish off with a pranayama technique called Nadi Shodhana, which means alternate nostril breathing. So get your two piece fingers of your right hand. Yes. And just you can producer do this Matt's as well. also doing this, yeah. by the way. Right. So bring the two piece fingers to the point in between your eyebrows. So your third eye point, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, just before we do that, bring your palm up to your nose, and yeah. then. Just breathe out through both nostrils. And do you notice that one side's a 
more air comes out of one side than the other? Yes. Yeah? Okay, cool. So what happens is usually one of your nose, one of your nostrils is going to be more free than the other. And that's supposed to represent one hemisphere of your brain. And that will change throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do now, alternate nostril breathing, is something which is supposed to bring that balance over the hemispheres. Much right? needed in my case. Yeah, so two-piece fingers of yeah. the right, it's got to be of the right hand. Okay. And you bring the two-piece fingers to the third eye point, so right in between, the point in between your eyebrows. So, yeah. So, I got my, for the listeners, I've got my fingers on my forehead. Yeah, so in between the eyebrows, yeah, because that's where the third eye point is, so you're trying to bring the awareness to that point. So, got it. just take a couple of breaths, just so you're nice and, you know what I'm saying, just nice and smooth. <sighs> and so we'll do it together. So close your right nostril with your thumb and breathe through your left nostril. And now close your left nostril with your ring finger. Breathe out of your right. Now breathe through your right nostril. Now close your right nostril with your thumb and breathe out of your left. So that's one round. Now breathe through your left. Now close your left with your ring finger, breathe out of your right. Breathe back through your right. Close your right with your thumb, breathe out through your left. So that's two rounds, then you just inhale left. Close left, exhale right. And inhale right. Close right, exhale left. And then I usually do that for 27 rounds. 27 rounds? Yeah, it's only about three or four I, minutes. I, I can't even see anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing that with 27 rounds? I put myself to sleep. Yeah, so... Wow, that was... that. I'm mellowed out. It, yeah. Matt Bennett, how are you doing in that? I feel like I'm in my zen right now. I've got, I've got that calming voice as well, man. It definitely helps. Like. Yeah, you, you could sing me to sleep any night, Oscar. That's, that's, that's really good. Wow, I've, I've worked a lot on the great. voice delivery, you know, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's powerful stuff. And so you so you do a variation of, like, a breathing technique at the end of every class? Um, not a variation. Well, it depends where I'm teaching. Depends where you're teaching. Yeah, so with right. Fierce Grace, it's just a specific one. Okay. Um, with different ones... You know, when I'm teaching a lot of commercial studios, I won't even do a pranayama technique at the end. I won't really do it with clients as well. That's more for my own personal practice. Yeah. So I'll do a pranayama and a meditation every day. If I've got time, then I'll, I'll do a physical part of the practice as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll do, that's a nice one to do in the evening. So there's energizing ones you can do. And then not of that one specifically, but then with different pranayama techniques, you can bring sort of visualizations into it, mm. which sort of, you know, like breathing in the sun's energy and that kind of stuff and yeah, feeling yeah. the energy imagining the energy burst through your body and spreads. So um, wow. there's lots of visualizations you can do and it's all to just, you know, kind of help with that holistic aspect of, you know, having balancing out your body from a mental, physical and emotional way. All right, man, before I fall asleep after that incredible breathing exercise, um, just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. Um, we've really enjoyed having you. It's been super interesting to learn from you and, you know, I hope that, the listeners will, will really take some of your advice on board because it's super like high quality advice for someone looking to get into this. In terms of um, where people can find you, like you've got an Instagram, you've got a YouTube, yeah. like can so you my, tell the, the listeners? So my Instagram is just Oscars Yoga. Um, my website's www.oscarsyoga.co.uk. 
Uh, my Facebook is also Oscar's Yoga, but it's not forward slash. So if you just type it in the search bar. Um, Oscar, thanks so much, man. Namaste. Awesome. Namaste, bro. Um, and yeah, thanks for being on the rise. No worries. Howdy, campers. Thanks so much for listening to On The Rise. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us via our Instagram page, ontherise underscore podcast, for any suggestions for future guests or topics, thoughts about cities you want featured after season one, which featured London, and what you had for breakfast. Only kidding. Thanks and see you next time.